Welcome back to the main stage of the How's Your Head Child podcast. Racers, podcasters, and our faithful listeners, start your engines and make the best all-star win. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> back, back, back again. Oh, my God. I miss my boys. Mauricio. Yeah. How's your head <laughs> It's giving lost, the bitch. I went on vacation and can't act like I forgot everything. Like I'm so, I feel so behind because you know it's so much drag race now that if you miss like one week, you like you feel three weeks behind. So right now I just feel so lost. Oh my god! Well, you gotta get found, Omar. How's your head, child? My head is giving. I'm I'm pretty good this 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 go round. I'm ready to talk about. All the crap we got to talk about. You ready to get into some things? Ready to get into some things. We, we, we recap in episodes. What is it? Eight and nine? Eight, eight, eight and nine. nine. Mm-hmm. Oh, chill. Last week and this week's episode. Y'all heard the man, okay? And I don't need no one to ask me how my head is. My oh, yeah, head is giving. <laughs> my head is giving. Ladies, leave your man at home. <laughs> Let's fill up ballers in there. Back up. More than that at 11. <laughs> wink, wink. Allegedly. <laughs> but no, I'm good. Uh, my head is great. No complaints. Just got off the gig. Happy to be reunited with you two. Speaking of reunions and re- you know uniting, you two met each other, right? I hate to say it. I hope I don't sound ridiculous. I don't know who this man is. Yes, we did. <laughs> Where yeah. were you? F words at. Tell we the listeners. In, we were in New York for Pride. This is my Ooh. first New York Pride. Omar's to it as well, but he's been to New York. I never been to New York. So I'm at, I'm on the corner with my best friend. We like <laughs> we blah 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 blah. We was like what you what you doing oh, on the corner? You know, mm. you know. <laughs> so we were on the corner and we was like, oh bitch, let's uh, let's hurry across the street. It's over there, it's over there. So we run across the street and I see Omar run across the street as well. So I think I had on shades. At night too, because I was drunk boots. So I passed. Uh, so I seen Omar coming. Like we was going towards each other. I was like Omar, and then he was like, "Hey, we in the middle of the street." Like, "Hey, hey, hey!" And then we like, <laughs> "Y'all didn't plan this." No, yeah, oh, we didn't plan no. it. We knew we were going to the same party because I texted him and asked him what he was doing that night, and then he told me the party that he was going to, and I'm like, "Okay, me too." But I had got there like right when I seen him. I had just got there, and I found out that they didn't have hookah. So I went on a hookah store run. <laughs> it was a she emergency. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, had, I had just got there and got out of Uber. Yes. And I'm working, all I heard was somebody say, Omar, but I'm, I, I heard the voice. And I'm like, Mauricio. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been forgetting. It. People don't like really recognize me in person. So I, I didn't say, oh, hey, it's me. I just said, Omar. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm so jealous. <laughs> yeah. And then we saw each other again at the block party, which I loved. Yeah, I, I love that block party. Great things about the block party. I heard great things. It was everything. I felt so left out. And listeners, I do not have FOMO at all, but I did have FOMO <laughs> hearing them say they met. Oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> I cannot. Well, happy you guys enjoyed New York and happy Pride. Well, by the time you listeners hear this, it'll be July. So hopefully everyone had a safe and happy Pride month. Let's get into this Roscoe's and social media tea before we get into the workroom for episodes eight and nine. Marisa, you ready to take it over? So they had special guest Heidi. She went to Roscoe's last week and immediately, like, as soon as she got on stage, they addressed the drama with Kahana. So it, she didn't really go into, like, great detail about it. She just said they, they chopped it up, basically. So they're good. 
but she did kind of go into detail with her and candy drama because they never she you know that's been done happen everybody ain't really been paying attention to them but she said you know um it turns out candy was lying after all and Heidi stand, stands by that. She said they've had several conversations about it and they've been bickering as well. Um, they, I guess they had a gig together and it was like a barking at each other, she said, for some moments. And then the next morning, they still was barking at each other. And then like 20 minutes later, it was like, oh, hey, girl, you want to get some food or something like that? I guess they had that type of personality where they can make up 20 minutes later. So Candy was lying. She did say something about uh, eliminating Jimbo, getting her out of competition because she feels that she's a threat. And everything. And um, Heidi also said she did not leave the show because of the Kahana and Candy Alexis situation. She left for personal reasons. And she basically admitted she left because she wasn't getting that special treat. Because she never said <laughs> mental health. Yeah. Yeah. She, she didn't really say that, but she, she did mention that she felt unappreciated. So that me- lets me know. That because she wasn't in the top all the time, <laughs> she said, F this, I'm not being here. But she did but I, say, like, that she did say she she needed her peace, she needed uh, some space. Like, she didn't feel like that was a good uh, space for her at that time. But she did, she tried to use, she didn't say mental, but she tried to do the whole, like, I needed to make sure I had all this stuff going on. And then I came on the show, maybe now, but they was like, well, if they called you back, would you go back? And she was like, I would if check. the check is right or something. Yeah, she was like, I would have to check like myself, like where I'm at mentally, and if the check is right. Right. So I think if she go back, uh, I don't want to see her again. I, I don't. I don't think. I, if she, she already did had hers. If she was acting like how she was acting behind the scenes, I don't think production would, would really want her back. And they asked her because they said, Heidi, how do you feel about RuPaul coming in the workroom talking to Kahana and the rest of the girls when Kahana was about to quit? And Heidi was like. And they was like, do you do you think that if RuPaul would have talked to you, would you stay or would you left? And she basically said, no, she still would have left. But it would have been nice to hear RuPaul say things that RuPaul said. I think she would. I think she would have stayed. I, I think she's lying when she said that. She would have stayed. Kahana. I think Kahana would have left if Ru didn't come in there. Because I like. I th- yeah, I think she would have stayed. That we're gonna have to talk, ladies. We gonna have to talk, ladies. <laughs> Mama's here. I know he's straight shit out. Mm-hmm. I, I low-key think she would have stayed as well because all, all all Heidi wanted was some recognition from the judges yep. or like some kind of like the feeling that she got on her original season. And since she was not getting that, it was kind of like, okay, girl, I don't, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, she would have stayed. I, I agree. I almost put her on the bus. Who, Heidi? Yeah, I don't want to see her again. Like, I know they were toying around with the, if they call you again, I think we're good. Like, Heidi's they have a successful mm-hmm. podcast with Hall and Closet. Yeah, she's fine. I don't want to see Heidi again. Do y'all? I look, no, I look here. You don't want to see her again. I mean, her, her drag has elevated because she got a little bit more money, but it's not to the point where it's all-star material, in my opinion. Her yeah, her new drag look like she can still be on original season with a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. So speaking of social media, last week and uh, some of this week, the fans have been digging in Alexis Earth. Since she sent Lala home, so they have really been tearing Alexis ass apart. And even some of the rude girls, I seen the thread with um Cornbread in the in the, under Alexis tweet saying like, "Girl, we still mad." Like blah 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 blah. And Alexis said something like, "Oh, because you were there and you saw everything." And then Cornbread was kind of like, "Girl, you know how to you, when you know what how it is when you get on the show and in the edit da 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 da." da. 
But yeah, uh, Cornbread was mad as well that Alexis uh, sent Lala home. Everybody's mad because Alexis had told Lala, she said, she basically said, since you saved me, I'm not going to forget this, blah, 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 alluding that she would have Lala back. And then when the elimination came, she picked Lala lipstick. Bitch! Yeah, girl. You sure? <laughs> So what are you guys' thoughts on this fan on the fan base kind of digging up in Alexis Earth and and some of the Rue girls are not happy with Alexis how she's you know being portrayed on the show. Like what do you guys think? Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched episode eight and nine, why the fuck why the F are you listening to this? But spoiler alert, mm -hmm. like Mauricio said, Alexis sends Lala home. I think Alexis, what I think about that to answer the question, Alexis was very careful with how she worded her response and rebuttals to Lala. She never said, I will save you. It was always, I won't forget this. But my gripe is that she said it in Lala's gripe as well. Shout out to Joey from Entertainment Weekly. They have a podcast, a really, really great recap with when they interviewed the Eliminated Queens after the show. Shout out to them. Um, Lala's gripe as well was is how many times she said it. It's like if she said it one time, you know, I won't forget this. Cool. But the fact that she kept saying it, that's where my gripe and Lala's is as well. But, I mean, for fans digging into Alexis about it, she's making great telly. So, I mean, back off. If she didn't do this, what would y'all have to tweet about or, or have to go off about? So my thing is, like, lay off of her. She's making great television, if you ask me. She is making great television, but at the same time, she's coming off as unlikable. Like, Ferkalicious on Canada, she was making great television as well, but you kind of you kind of still liked it, Ferkalicious, after a while. I mean, Fierce. I can't be in the same room. What's her name? Fierce, Fierce Delicious. I'm calling her Ferkalicious. <laughs> I can't be in the same room with her, how she speaks. I don't like how she speaks. You know, like the Bro, vocal frying. I do not. I do not like. Uh, I I'm going to do the rest of the episode like that. The I hate that with a passion. If I was in her circle, I would probably beef with her and punch her in the face. <laughs> That's not. just me. Omar, how do you feel about the fans digging into Alexis? Um, I think it was crazy that she was. Okay, I definitely think that she was very strategic with how she said mm -hmm. what she said. Because when I was watching it, I'm like, she's not saving Lala. When I was watching Oh, it, so you felt it? Yeah, I didn't think that she was saving Lala at all. I, I gagged at the end, but I still didn't think that she was saving her. Like, mm -hmm. I was just like, when she, it was like, I'll never forget it. Like, I'll never forget you. But sayonara. Um, mm. But... Well, for the fans, the fans are going to be in their feelings regardless. If she would have kept Lala and cut Candy. Either way, she would have dealt with back. Somebody would have felt a type of way. Yeah. I just think that it's weird that the the Rue girls are really feeling a type of way because I'm like, y'all know how this goes. Like, y'all not really new to this. So, Well, do they I know guess? how it goes? Because I guess, like, if he's, he's I, I'm blocked from Cornbread, so I can't see whatever Cornbread, whatever they say. I don't know their pronouns, but I can't see what they say. But Cornbread never been on All Stars, so they I've heard a big rally behind this. Change the format, change the format. They don't want no one to go home or let the no, judges please. do their job. I am more of a I'm leaning more towards the top two lip syncing, and then still one of the girls sends someone home. I'm not of the class of everyone stays. That is special, and they need to save that for all winners. Do y'all agree? Yeah, I don't want to see that. I am not for that. They need to save that for an all winners or like a global all stars with like super, with super heavy international girls that spent 
a lot of time uh, uh, spent a lot of money coming over here just to go home first episode no like if you if they, when they start global all-stars that should be a non-elimination and let the girls stay to the end to get the american fantasy i think they need fantasy. to focus on global all-stars and give the regular all-stars a break if you ask me every two years yeah, focus on global. Like we need, like it's definitely been announced. It's going to be on Paramount. Focus on that. But Marisa, what else you got on the docket for us? So some cast members have came after a while. They came in to defense of Alexis and telling the fan base stop sending Alexis hate. Blah blah blah. And I just want to know, are y'all tired of the queens complaining about the negative opinions on social media? Because yes. yes. I'm getting worn out. It's this has been going on for some time now, and it seems like every. Every queen wants to come over, come on social media and have like a crybaby case. Oh, somebody told me I should die. Somebody told me uh, I, I, I'm a coon or I'm a black. Your knees are fat. Yeah. <laughs> like, girl, fame come. This comes with fame. This comes with being a celebrity. I've been doing this since I was a child. When I was growing up, they said fame was not for everybody. And, you know, everybody's going to have their time in the tabloids was negative or whatever. Michael Jackson been in tabloids, Beyonce, Britney Spears. Most of all, she don't got a real, real bad. Madonna don't got a real, real bad. Like, Lady Gaga don't got a real, Madonna real bad. So getting it real bad right now. All the big names have got it bad. And I just won't. The more these queens get on here and recognize what these people are doing, the more the fan base is going to keep doing it because they know they can get under these people's skin. If they ignore it like Beyonce, that's the why everybody going to be like, oh, Even good. like RuPaul, mama tells them, do not read the comments. Ru doesn't like, no, like, listen to mama. Mama told them, like, do not read the comments, pay your taxes. You know, like, it's that simple. I think a lot of them like the attention and they like being the victim. I don't, for me personally, that's just me, you know, don't read the comments or turn them off. Like, girl, I I can't speak for them and say how they personally feel because uh, maybe if somebody was sending me a lot of uh, hate mail every day, I, I probably feel feel some type of way again. But at the same time, in the back of my mind, I would be like, you know what? I'm a slightly a slightly on a pedestal above them because I'm you know nationally known and they're kind of not. So I would keep that in the back of my brain, like, girl. <laughs> Y'all not worth my time. <laughs> yeah. Omar, how you so, feel? Uh, shut up. <laughs> shut up. What can you say? <laughs> shut up. It's just enough. Like, either you're gonna be a celebrity or you're not. Right. And, story. and even um, I think I don't know if it was this episode's Untucked. I'm not spoiling anything, but when they were talking in the back. And then they was like, "Oh, we nervous about what our what the hate mail or some something they said, which was in regards to them not trying to get bad critiques from the fans and stuff like that." And I'm just like, "Girl, these fans are not satisfied with nothing. Nobody's ever gonna be a hundred percent satisfied with what you do. People still send um Trixie hate mail. People still send Bianca hate mail, and they the, the two richest." queens of the franchise so they get in it too but they don't care about that <laughs> they no, off making all. money girl make your money make your money <laughs> not at all so it's a new day in the workroom from last week's episode you're a winner baby the girls have to design a look based off previous all-star winners now check this out some of the winners was not included and that is chad in alaska do i noticed like the lineup they went from All Star Six to backwards, so they went in from six, five, and the two winners from four and then three, which was a perfect number for the girls that's left in the competition. Do y'all think it was shade that Alaska and um uh Chad was not mentioned due to the fact that it was only a limited amount of girls in the workroom? Do y'all still think that was shade? 
I no. think it was a little bit because they could have went from ascending order from Chad down. But yeah, but more so shade towards Alaska with her being affiliated with Willem. Not so Chad. I think Ch- Chad. I mean, we don't we don't count All Stars one. That was a shoddy situation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Latrice. <laughs> so do I call shade? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's shade. I, what I think is, I think that they matched the queens with who they thought was like similar to them or would actually do the looks justice. That's what I think. I don't think that it was shade though. I you don't think it's shade that they let, let they didn't bring Alaska box in. I mean, Alaska, they did show a cameo of her during the, on, on the Pound Cake episode. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, I don't think it was Shade. I think they saved this challenge for the right amount of girls so they don't don't have to include uh, Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> you, and you we, don't, and we don't talk about All Stars 1, so yeah. I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like they saved it for the, like, what was that? How many Hold girls? Am I missing something? Is this Shade between, like, Rue and Alaska? I, y'all, y'all know how to watch everything. Oh, I think Alaska feel like it's shade from Wow because Alaska personally works with Willem and Willem has or an ordeal with Wow and RuPaul. Uh, so since Alaska and Willem is so close, they're kind of like, oh, well, if you good girls with Willem, we don't want to call you a you can't sit over here. Yeah, yeah. And they have a very successful net like pot like they have their own podcast, but they employ others. Like they have spinoff like the Delta work podcast that i send omar that is on willem and them channel but first do you want to see me go off yeah mom mom that mom network mm-hmm. is uh at alaska and willem everybody come on uh, they need some brown boys over there like there's no one like us over there so they shout out marisa make it happen right put a song but alaska don't no, and we're not like seriously like they need willem does not respond to me but anyways so we see chanel and raven walk walk through the workroom instead of rue and i think they some queens offline said Rue had like uh some kind of something to do, so that's why Chanel and Raven was there. Yeah, for the Emmys. Yeah. So, mm. how did you guys feel about Chanel and Raven walking through the workroom? I felt like they was a little bit messy. I mean, it was good TV, but Chanel was telling Jimbo basically like, "Girl, you know if you land at the bottom, you're out of here." <laughs> and Raven was like, yeah. "Yeah, if I was at a competition, I'm I'm bu- I'm pulling your lipstick." <laughs> They were messy boots. Um, I feel like they're they're grooming us to get used to Chanel. I mean, this is not a spoiler. I feel like Chanel is going to be on the next All Stars again. We don't count All Stars one, so I'm, I, this is what I think. And then Raven, I think they're also grooming her to replace RuPaul one day. So that's what I think about it. I think it was very fitting, and I enjoyed seeing both of them. So Bob Drag Queen said he don't know why Chanel and Raven was there. He feel like it should have been previous All Star queens walking through the workroom. What do you guys think? Yeah, you gotta get agree on that. Like a winner telling, okay, yeah, because both of them lost the same season. Yeah, so he think it should be a previous All Stars winner in the workroom giving advice on this uh, category. That's like when they brought Banji for Snatch Game, and then the next season they brought Jinx. Like you would listen to. I mean, I guess they they could tell you what not to do. Yeah, Banji was there. Banji was there to tell you what not to do. Jinx was there to tell you what to do. I guess yeah. the same for Chanel and Ray. I don't know. I, w- I will listen to Raven because Raven's so close to Rue. So I will listen to her opinion more than Chanel's. And my, you know, I, w- I would like to hear what Raven had to say. Right. So let's get into this workroom uh, episode, which was the roast episode. The girls are writing their jokes for the roast or whatever. And then all of a sudden, Katia comes in. What do you guys <laughs> think about Katia's segment? I just thought it was real, real random, real <laughs> weird. She. 
I don't know if she's still sober, but if she's not, <laughs> little bump of cocaine. I'm like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> oh, girl, lay off the drugs. <laughs> I can see your face right now, Mauricio. You wasn't feeling that. <laughs> lay off the drugs. <laughs> it was giving high. It was giving. Girl, get out of here. Get out. <laughs> she was very manic. Like, are, yeah, like, what is going on? That's how they, this, this is what they think about me, y'all, when they when we're not on here. <laughs> <laughs> right, bitch, are you on your medication? Oh, Katya, no. what is going on? She I was like, she well. didn't offer no help. He, <laughs> it was just, she, she took time no. away from them, if anything, right? Like, like she where he said, literally, get out of my face. She in the accent. Who the f? Who 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 did this? The, and who did? the 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 producers were bored. Yes, with, they're bored with this cast. So it's like let's just throw somebody random in there. Like let's just someone let's local like, who's available. Yeah, because they're they're boring. Yeah, I this agree. I agree. Good. I don't understand why it's boring though. These girls are they they can they have the potential to be more. Well, we said it before. They they're worried about oh how they coming like, across. No, Jimbo yeah, definitely like, worried. Like people online, so like oh, annoying. they want Jimbo. Like I'm sorry, I mean mm-hmm. to cut you off. No, you good. I know definitely Jimbo is very cautious about how they move. People online are like, oh, I want this moment. Flashback to the moment when like Jimbo had read Pangina and Untuck on UK mm-hmm. versus the World. The girls are saying, oh, we want that again. When is Jimbo gonna bring this? I'm like, no, she's never gonna bring that girl. Like. Absolutely not. She At never. that time, she has zero stakes. She had already got sent home. So that was the real Jimbo right there. Do y'all agree? Yes. She like, ain't bringing it. Candy ain't bringing it because Candy got a lot of a flash uh, a heat with the T- Tamisha situation. So it's kind of like, and then Jessica from season two, like she, she's like a Kajinia, a, a Kajinia girl. She's not going to Was she Miss? Con- oh, no, it was. No, no, Pantora. she wasn't. But yeah. But- she's trying to put on that, that uh, Beverly Hills voice too. Ooh. Like when she, I mean, you can't. She can't really do it because her accent is so thick. But when she's like, "What do you guys think about Who candy?" Shut up. Yes. Uh, I, I, I see it more with Jimbo. Like I feel like we've been with you too, Omar. You've been you watched. You went back and watched Canada One. We've yeah. seen Jimbo lay into Rita. Like we know the real clown. Like Mariso, back me up now. Like we know. Like yeah, we know Jimbo could be. Yeah. We know Jimbo can be an a hole. <laughs> I think. But she's I definitely think. Playing- I think UK versus the world shook her. This is Jimbo's last stop. Like this, this your third mm. All Star. Like within a few uh, in the le- recent years, and she kind of like you know what? I probably might not get another chance. Uh, I'm on an American um, fan base, so let's you know let's give the American audience what they want as far as like high polished drag and respectable workroom etiquette. <laughs> Real it in. Well, so let's move on to she don't order the horses segment. Yes, this is the maxi challenge part, right? Yes, and this is the roast of Carson Cressley from this week. Last week was the design challenge, so we're gonna get into their looks when we get to the runway portion. So right now we're gonna address this week's maxi challenge, which is the roast. Overall, we're gonna get into each of these girls, but I'm gonna start off and say overall, this was an amazing roast. I laughed mm-hmm. at all the girls. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think it was good. The show did a good job editing everyone in a positive manner. They didn't edit any boo-boos in, or, or I should say leave any boo-boos in. Maybe a little bit of candy, but let's start off with Alexis Michelle. She was our opener. What did you guys think about Alexis Michelle? She did go way better than I thought she was going to do. Right. Because I thought she was fine. 
I thought she was funny. I love Alexis up in this challenge. Y'all, that's it. That, that's all y'all think about her. Yeah. <laughs> She, she looks, she looks great. But, um, you know, she was like, I, I want her to take those contacts out. Those contacts belong on Dragula, and they're scary. <laughs> Next up, <laughs> we have this. Jump off the roof, killers. <laughs> they're just saying, unalive herself. <laughs> Next up, we have Jessica Wild, not Miss Jessica. Oh my gosh, she was so uh, funny. I laughed out loud for Miss Jessica. What do you guys think about Miss Jessica? I laughed out loud too. I thought she, I mean, I thought she was going to get that W. Like, Boy. How they when they gave her the critiques like you're in control of the room and like the joke like you're never the butt of the joke I agree with everything that they said like she stormed this roast her accent just make everything funny when she said to Carson she said before this I've never watched any of your stuff and after this I'm still not gonna watch any of your stuff that was so funny <laughs> I died what did you guys think about Candy Muse for Candy to win her roast on season 13 i don't know if she felt the pressure to live up to that one she was extremely nervous and even in the walkthrough they told her to like slow down enunciate omar (laughs) (laughs) they told her just you know just calm down she still i think didn't deliver she didn't take the notes like like michelle and them said if she felt that like the joke fell flat, she moved on right to the next one, which you are supposed to do that. But she just didn't let mm-hmm. the room breathe. But she also right. was in control of the room at the same time. I, I, their notes was 100% what I was thinking before they said it. Yeah, okay. when she did the whole, um, it's a roast, it's a roast. I just thought it was funny. I, well, do, I, she she made made I like that. Yeah. But um, I think she did okay. I didn't think, I mean, when she won her roast that season, I was just like, okay. Right. She died. She died. Next up, we have uh, Jimbo, our closer. What do you guys think about Jimbo as Jones Rivers? Perfection. No notes. I'm happy that she brought the Joan to the American audience for the American eyes because, as we know, listeners, she did and won Canada's Drag Race Season 1 Snatch Game as Joan Rivers. So I'm happy she got to get those USA eyes. Zero notes. Facial. Facial for that. If we was doing that, facial for that. And a surprise... Miss uh, Jackie Wood, can, ain't her name Jackie Wood? That's not Amethyst. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought it was at first. That's what I was like, hold on. That's not Amy. Yeah, she is from Secret Celebrity Drag Race, the one that Halo had said. Oh, I need a mental break. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. <laughs> when we were recapping it. <laughs> <laughs> that was his Alexis Michelle. Right, right. <laughs> so Jackie Wood, I didn't think Jackie Wood was that funny, but uh, they could have. They could have not put that in there, but it was cute. It was cute for Carson because they're friends. Yeah, they're from the same show, Queer Eye. I think what was Peppermint's partner who made a cameo on All Star Seven, bros? Oh, Winterman. Yeah, Winter, yeah Wintergreen. Winter I think her their cameo was much better than Amethyst's right, right. cameo. <laughs> However, this. What's his name? Jackie Wood outside of drag. That's a very handsome older gentleman. Mm-hmm. Kenny was like, Jackie. <laughs> oh, are you getting anything to add about Amy? No. <laughs> Not Amy. <laughs> well, that was all on that. I'm about to go slide in Jackie Wood's DMs while I do that. We're going to take a quick break and listen to a word from our sponsors. Welcome back to the How's Your Head Child podcast. We are recapping RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 8, episodes 
eight and nine. Mauricio just led us through the workroom, and now Omar is about to lead us down the runway. Like I said, we are recapping episodes eight and nine. So, listeners, listen up. We're going to do your winner first. That's episode eight. And then Snow Bunny from episode nine. So, pay attention. Follow along with us. Okay. Omar, are you ready to take it over? Absolutely. But before what are we, we doing this part of the podcast? So, before we, well, this is the part of the podcast where we spit, swallow, or give up. Facial. We spit if we do not like it. We swallow it if we do like it. And we give it a facial if we absolutely can't live without it. I've never done this. Slow down. Hold on. I'm writing this down. <laughs> it's my first time. <laughs> but for, before we start, I have a question for you guys. What's the question? Is it fashion? Is it fashion? <laughs> <laughs> but it is fashion, darling! <laughs> So, the category, as Taylor said on the runway for episode eight, is your winner, baby. And the first girl we have on the runway is Miss Candy Muse. Mauricio, what do you feel like? I'm going to spit candy. From neck up, she looked a beautiful, beautiful mug, beautiful wig. But from neck down, this is okay for the local pub or whatever, straight down the street. (laughs) This is not uh, an all-star get up. So, she's going to get a spit for me. Not the local pub. Uh, she, uh, listeners, if you guys didn't know, you know, we live it under a rock. They had to pick a box from a previous All Star winner, so she has Monet Exchange's box. Omar, make sure you let the listeners know. You're really acting very auntie-ish. Oh. She got Monet Exchange box, oh. and for this look, I'm going to I'm going to swallow it. I see Monet, even though Monet says she don't see Monet. I don't care what Monet thinks. <laughs> but I see Monet with this, but I see blonde hair without the pink hair. I like this look. It was it's fine to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. swallow. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna spit it as well. I do see Monet just way more tailored. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even like the hair. I feel like where's the earrings? Where's the bracelet? Ooh, where are the earrings? Where's the neck? Like, the necklace? Like she's not dressed. You're right about that. Where are the did like, she earrings? Where are the earrings? I don't know. I guess the little droopy droops from the hair. She, I don't know. Uh, this is a spit. So our next queen, she has Shea Coulee's box, and her name is Lala Ray. Halo, how do you feel about her? I'm going for Lala. This is her <laughs> second design challenge for her. I'm Girl. going to swallow. Not to swallow. Yeah, I'm gonna soft swallow the look. But this wig. Mm. Baby, get the lawyers on the line because I think she is guilty. This is extremely suspicious. It is from the school of RuPaul, uh, girl. Girl, that Why wig, you so orange. That wig is in the middle of her head. Her wigs like, are always suspicious. Oh my god, this is gonna be a spit for me, y'all. I, I can't. I if you you coming on All Stars eight, eight. This is not All Stars one. This is All Stars eight with a wig like that. This is a spit. I'm so sorry, Lala. I I cannot forgive you for that uh that wig. Like I can't. Or can you figure it for the wig? Literally. This is not good. And Lala has been disappointing me on the runway a lot this season. This is a spit. That shoulder with that strong arm is chewing it. And Nasha tried it on Roscoe's when she was like, it's so what? funny how they were uh they were like, Oh, 
um, Lala did three dresses, and then you look on the mannequin, there's literally a slit <laughs> and fabric thrown over the mannequin. <laughs> Can I ask y'all something? I'm going to go off script. Who box would y'all have wanted? Ooh, Trinity's. Trinity, the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about you, Mauricio? Mm-hmm. I'd probably do Kylie, something I can show some skin in. Kylie, I think I would have wanted... Jane. No, Jane, we're not counting Jinx because I filmed this right before. <laughs> Shut up. No. Uh, I probably would have wanted Mon- Monet's. I think I want Mon- Monet's box. Okay. Not her box like that, but yeah. <laughs> Who's next, Omar? The next one we have our girl Jessica Wayo, and she had Kylie's box. Mm-hmm. I'll go first. I- I'm going to soft swallow. I think that they gave her a lot. A lot. This episode, I was just like, I mean, I, this didn't really. I mean, I know there wasn't supposed to like impersonate the person, but the wig is very two thousand and five, and um, it's just a soft swallow for me. I don't want to uh, soft swallow. With the look, I don't like anything about it. I did. I it. No, Kylie would have this hiked up. Even more, she probably wouldn't have none of that green print on. I actually think she would have the green print, not the other print. And that's gonna be shorter. It's gonna be a spit for me. It's if she, literally if hitting. She, if she would have had a tear away and showing some butt or some or some um, kitty yes. cat, then you know yeah. I would have swallowed it. And that wig is, uh, I'm tired of this wig from her. This is giving me old school RuPaul slash season two Jessica Wilde. Like, let's get a different silhouette of wig, Mama. Yeah. <laughs> so the next queen who chose my one of my favorite queens, Trinity the Tux box, is Alexis Michelle. And I'm gonna facialist. Same. I'm gonna facialist as well. I have zero notes. For her to make this in that limited amount of time, mama. Well done. She looked like she brought that to the competition. It was beautiful. Absolutely. It was gorgeous. I was like, oh okay. Oh, yeah, okay. She's like a real pageant girl. And she looked beautiful. She did. She looked so that, pretty. That color here looks so good on her. I don't like those contacts. Ugh. Alexis Michelle, why, where are you buying these contacts at? I don't know. The contacts actually don't bother me. I hate them scary-ass contacts. <laughs> I don't like them. Mm-hmm. I don't mind them. Yeah, they don't bother mm-hmm. me at all. I don't even really notice them until Mauricio says something. I like. Um, I prefer a natural eye. Doom contest is giving spooky. Spooky, spooky, spooky. Our next, our next queen and last queen for this episode is Jimbo, and the box that he chose was Trixie's. And I'm going to hard swallow. I actually enjoyed how unique Jimbo. The fact that he started late, yeah. The fact that he started late, I could have done without the pearls. I will say it, the pearls on the face. But other than that, I liked it. I think the pearls on the face is what made it Jimbo, and this is a perfect blend of Jimbo's drag mixed in with uh, Trixie's Trixie. Yeah. So I'm gonna get this a facial. I loved everything about it. It was amazingly done. It looked like Jimbo brought that to the competition, and as we as we know, Jimbo. Before uh, he blew up and drag was a costume designer, a uh, costume creator in um, Canada. 
So I love to see Jimbo's, you know, that creative side come out and, you know, do the work himself on the runway. It, it was amazing. Yeah, for Jimbo, I'm going to have to spit this look. You. Are you dumb? I think it definitely reads as Trixie with the pink and the flowers. However, this is not a face kini to me. Face kini, I thought you see a little bit of the face. We see nothing. This is a full-blown mask. It, like, people, come on. Like, is it 2020? I didn't like this. The shoulders are suspicious as well. She couldn't see the pearls. and eh, it just... Mm -mm. I don't like I it. Love, I love it. I love it, too. Me no like. Um... All right, so we're on to episode nine, and the category on the runway is Snow Bunny, and the first queen we have on the runway is Jimbo, and I'm going to go first. I'm going to facial the shit out of this. I Same. love everything about this. Jimbo is gagging me, like, so bad this season, and remember, I hated Jimbo. Oh, really? You did? Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I thought she played too much. I didn't like all that clownery, except when she wore that black and white. Um, what was that? Oh the yeah, that chest piece looking. Oh, oh yeah, Diego Matoy. She, she started winning me over. That, but this season, Jimbo has really, really, really stepped out her box and like just took it to a whole nother level. She is that girl. Right. This is how you go from clown to fashion. Like I saw articles that said, like she, you know, she went from clown drag, well, camp drag to uh, high fashion, fashion drag. Fashion queen, yeah. It is everything. Like this is glamorous. This look is amazing. This is kind of uh, a remnant of her elimination look from Canada, her original season on Canada, when she fell to the, on her knees and was screaming and crawled off the stage like Hattie in the workroom. So she gonna get a facial from me. Beautiful, everything. I have no notes. It's it's a, it's just everything to me. It's a facial as well for me. Yeah, this is the best now. look of the evening. Per. So our next queen is the Broadway queen herself, Miss Alexis Michelle. Halo, what are you giving her? I am going to change my mind. Um, on the cutting room floor, I soft swallowed this, but two minutes later, two minutes later. I'm going to spit this look. I feel like she already had this in her closet. She thought it fit the brief. I don't think it, it, it fits the brief at all. Listeners, to paint a picture for you, follow me now. She's wearing like this Tiffany blue, I guess, like jumpsuit with this tail and this overnight bag. <laughs> Why? Like, what? It, she kept saying there was panties in the bag. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, so the first round she would have got the soft swallow, but she's getting this bit now. Mauricio, what say you? I'm, I'm y'all. I'm gonna facial this. Right. She looked at the f good when she came from the back of that runway. When I first seen her, I said, "Oh my god, baby, that pearl necklace, the hair, the little thingy around her neck is giving me um uh Bridgerton days." <laughs> Oh my god! It, this is everything to me. Saying, and the category on the runway is nobody. Um, yeah, I'm like I said, him. it's the facial, and I love that overnight bag. I am a sucker for a duffel. I'm a sucker for a bag. I What's love bag? bags. What's in my bag? <laughs> yeah. Condoms, lube. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm going to spit this as well. Not because she did not look good, because she looked. She looks great. I love the hair. The hair was my favorite. It is quaffed, quaffed, honey. But um, it doesn't. I feel like this belongs on another runway. Like the tail is bunny. 
Oh, it's a bunny tail. It's not a bunny tail. It's like rubber bands. It's a bunny with a long tail. There's no bunny with a long tail. Yuh-huh! Who? It's different species. Not bugs. Mm-mm. And not no rabbits. <laughs> not bugs. She been had it. She been had this. I'm telling y'all, I know she had this. She did not pay to get this made. I with her just having it or already having it. I just don't see it for the category. I feel like if it were color was like pastels or like he said, bring it in an urban Bridgerton look, she would have gotten a facial. Snow bunny, no ma'am. And pearl necklace, get out of here. Yeah. Our next queen is Miss Jessica Wild. I love and this queen. And I'm gonna swallow this. It mm. was it was to the point. Better wig. Like this wig is more uh modern. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> For Jessica, I'm going to I wasn't really feeling this wrong way. I'm gonna spit this look. Ooh. It didn't move me. I feel like we can go to any like like Marie said, this is cool for the local pub. You know, it'll go it'll go, it'll go off down at the bar, but not for the main stage of RuPaul's Drag Race season eight. I love the glam, the glam but this cape and this no. Uh, it's gonna be a spit for me as well. Mm-hmm. This was too simple for me for all stars. Eight. Eight, not one. Oh, if you're all stars eight, y'all need to be coming out like Jimbo. So it's gonna be a spit for me. Mauricio, do not play with me and put that bunny in that damn group chat. Right. That, <laughs> hey, that tail is it's, it's it's long, but it's not. One. It's still not that one. But it's drag. You got to exaggerate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Uh, the next. The, oh, oh, God. The next clean. I need a vow. On the, <laughs> on the runway is Candy Muse. Spit. Spit. <laughs> Spit as well. To paint a picture, she got this. I'm sick of this same silhouette. Are, are y'all as well? We've talked Girl, about this offline. She got on a bra pants in the corset. This is Bosco, but a size 12. Oh, not a 12. It's the boot for me, but Michelle went up for the boot. It it's the boot and the panty. The panty is in the corset. It looks suspicious. Like, she looks like she could twirl down in this outfit right now. So this is something that you change into for the lip sync? Is that what you're saying? Yes. This is not good. The coat it's was not good work. at all. The coat was so cheap looking. <laughs> <laughs> this is work the world. Uh, winter, the winter theme. No, spit. Yeah, she's toned down on the blush too. She finally put some more blush. Is some blush left on the shelf at this point? Maybe she's running out of makeup <laughs> because <laughs> she's toning it down. Okay, but um, <laughs> thanks, Omar, for leading us down the runways for episodes eight and nine. We're gonna we're about to take a quick break, and we'll come back. I'll let you know who's in the top, who's in the bottom, who goes home, all that good stuff, and we'll wrap this thing up. Brb, baby. Welcome back to the How's Your Head Child podcast. You are listening to Homar. Ho- Omar. Halo, Omar. <laughs> <laughs> Omar and Mauricio. We are recapping RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 8, episodes 8 and 9. We just went through the runway, the Snow Bunny runway, and the You're a Winner Baby runway, and now we're about to go through the lip syncs and the tops and the bottles. Like I said, listeners, keep up with us now. So for episode eight, the top queen of the week is Alexis Michelle. Well done, mama. She won. <laughs> and the two bottom queens are, excuse me, Candy and Lala Ree. Alexis lip syncs um, to These Boots Are Made for Walking by Nancy Sinatra. 
and she goes up against Nikki Doll, the host of Drag Race France. What do we think about these placements, Omar? They're correct. They're correct. Few would choose Lawline Candy for the Girl Bottoms as well? Yeah. Oh, uh, what about you, uh, Mauricio? I agree. I would take Lala out and actually put Jessica there. No, ma'am. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not with that wig. <laughs> <laughs> no, what do you think about the lip sync, Omar? Are, they, are your glasses it. on? Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. <laughs> what did you hate about it? Everything was so dumb. Um, Alexis, she gave a little split and then the little, come on, y'all. The little river dance. Or I was just like, what am I watching? And who picked this song? Room. <laughs> I love a good troll song. Risa, what did you, th- you think about these boots are made for walking? Baby, I love this. <laughs> I, I love this lip sync. Like this? I love this lip sync. <laughs> it was so funny. Now, it was kind of slow. It was parts of the lip sync. I was like, you know, yawning. You can hear crickets. It's like, okay, girl, do something. Especially Nikki Doll. They, Nikki Doll should be embarrassed. You are a host of, of the Drag Race franchise, and you give it on this main stage, and this is how you act. I think Nikki Doll is the first winner slash host to lose a lip sync. Correct, because Pangy won in Brooklyn. It was a double, so yes. Yeah, so all the all even when the when the, when the winners come back and assassinate, they always win or it's a double win. Yes, Evie, so, Jada, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nikki, this is the the first uh person of high stature to f- to freaking lose. She should be embarrassed. I'm not holding it against her because the song sucked. She Which she on Twitter too. Do y'all take an account to that? Okay, Pay, uh, seriously, if they ask you back and you were not feeling the song, would you still go, Omar? No. no. Marisa, would you go? No, I would have put a Roxy Andrews and said no. Change the song. She made them change the song. Why'd you come? Why'd you come in here looking like that, Dolly Parton? And she's like, "No, ma'am." <laughs> and yeah. they, they accommodated her. They changed it to Ariana Grande. One more, cha- one more try, whatever. And then they used the fancy the week after. They still, okay. but they end up using the "Why'd you come in here look like that?" For me, I would still do. Well, I'm a sucker for like a camp, a troll song. So it's right up. Like I would be. I want the troll. So like, <laughs> this is what I want. So for me, I'm gonna still say yes. Like this is Kennedy. This is the fun song you can do. It is. I mean, I, I, I agree with Omar. Uh, Omar. Ridiculous. You can get on the ground. You can be kicking your feet. You can do anything. When it comes to a boot or a heel, you can incorporate that thing so many ways. Like, hello, you could be strutting down around like a model. You could be, I don't know, just doing all kind of lead tricks. Anything to showcase your heel. I don't, you know, I don't know. You, you I do will something. say this is Nikki did. We got to we, we do got to give Nikki some credit because I know they use the term assassin loosely. I've come to terms with that. I wish the fans did as well. We get it. Everyone not an assassin, blah blah blah. But I do think that she tried compared to her lip syncs on season twelve. Problem and heart to break. I don't think she could move in that garment or heart to break. But problem was horrible. I think this yeah. is her best of the oh, three. Bro. That gave me. I put your bitch on my note next. Mm-mm-mm. Well, <laughs> Alexis, like Mauricio spoiled in the beginning, eliminate. She wins the lip sync. Well done, Mama, and she gets that 15k, 5k from winning the maxi challenge, and 10k from winning the lip sync. And she reveals that she's sending home Lala Reed her suspicious wig. And when I say that this feels like the hardest decision I've ever had to make, I'm not joking, bitch. 
which sent everyone into an uproar, honey. Now, as we know, Mauricio is our resident Virgo, and Lala is a Virgo as well. I feel like Mauricio, if do you think that she knew? Like, what's your where's your Virgo mind at? Like, you think she knew that she's gonna turn on her? And would you have hugged uh, her if you I were Lala? Th- I don't think Lala knew for real. Cause Lala, she she be in this different kind of space. She don't be aware like that. She be like all about the vibes and she, you okay. know just having a good old good time. She like a, a real like down to earth Southern girl. Like she yes. don't expect people to stab her in the back because she not doing that to other people. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you know she don't play like that. So she don't expect people to play with her like that. So I, I really legit thought Lala probably did not see that really coming for real. For real, she didn't. That's why she said when she walked up, I really wish I would have said. When she did, then, <laughs> then she. Are you I sure Lala was pissed? And then Lala also know that Alexis want to have with her. So Lala was probably like, "Girl, she don't want to. She ain't gonna eliminate me. She she wants some of this." Mm-hmm. I died when Lala was like trying to grab the lipstick. The lipstick, I'm like, are you sure? Like. <laughs> Still, Virgo, would you have hugged her or no? Um, I probably would just for the camera, but baby, you would have got it. But wait, when I got home, but you uh, saw the letter and Alexis was the first line. I'm not reading this, <laughs> baby. That was... Alexis would have got it. So we got our phones back. Let me tell wait, you something. Wait, wait, they gave Kennedy and Trixie. Hell yeah, uh, much that's worse. I'm telling you, that's why he said much worse. Girls. She was in that confessional saying she was like, I wish I would have sent her ass packing the last I think she meant that too. Do you think if she gonna make a time she would have sent her home, y'all? She meant it. She yeah. meant it with her whole heart. Oh my god. I think Alexis is making great television. Like we said in the beginning of the episode, she's very careful about her words. <laughs> but baby, they've been they was eating her up online. And yeah. She's right. at Roscoe's today, right? Yes, her Lala. and Lala. Her We're recording Lala. this Friday, June thirtieth. By the time you hear this, it'll be Sunday, Monday ish. But uh, yeah, she's at. So I'm excited to see what they're talking about. But I think Lala's still going to play it cool in person with her. I, I don't think it's going to be like no. Oh, yeah, they ain't got no. They they've been no. friends since uh the, since the beginning of the of the season. So and Lala uh, made, I, had a great redemption. She's in what fifth place now compared to her being tenth on season thirteen. She's she, she's fine. She was she won tenth. She was tenth, I think, on what? season thirteen. Yes. Oh damn, she was that low. I know. Yeah, she went home before snatch game. Mm, okay. Now for the roast episode, episode nine, the top queen of the week is Jimbo snagging her their fourth win. Third. Well done, Mama. Yeah, fourth. Oh fourth. So she joins wow. that club for 2014 with her Petita and Sasha Kobe. I believe are the only winners across the globe. Four wins and the bottom queens are well. This will rule. Let the girls know if you're not in the top, you're in the bottom. So it's that time in the competition. So the bottoms are Candy, Alexis, and Jessica Wild. Jimbo faces off against Silky Nutmeg Ganache from season eleven, All Star Six, and Canada's Drag Race, Canada versus the World, to Freakazoid by Midnight Star. Mauricio, what did you think about Jimbo versus Silky? Great to see Silky again. I feel like she got her body right this uh, go round. Um, but at the same time, uh, Jimbo did what needed to be done for this type of song. 
But Silky Nutmeg Nosh, why are you pulling out those pageant moves to this song? Yeah, she, she giving oh, that little pageant now. Baby burn, yeah, burn, baby burn moves. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing this to Freakazoid? What are you Freakazoid doing, Mama? Leg up, I was dying laughing. I was like, what, what? <laughs> Bro, you cannot be doing those moves to every single song. <laughs> I cannot. Omar, what do you think about the Freakazoid lip sync? It was made for Jimbo. The minute Jimbo changed into that look, I'm painting the picture, listeners. So, Jimbo, follow me now. She changes into her talent show look from UK versus the world, which is that like white ghost baloney get up. <laughs> the minute I saw that, I said, Oh, she got this. And I don't the know song, why RuPaul loved that so much. RuPaul really gets a kick out of that. I don't mm-hmm. get that baloney away from my face. Baloney's disgusting. Yes, I'm man. good on that. Get away from me. I thought it was. Made for Jimbo and to see Silky was happy to see Silk. Silk looked good. And the winner of the lip sync is Jimbo. Jimbo wins their first lip sync ever. I was so proud of them. They did a lot of interacting. I feel like we go back and forth on the pod about how we feel about when the queens interact. I don't pers- I personally don't mind it. I feel like you know, it depends on the song for you hated the interaction. Don't 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 touch you, Omar. Don't put your hands on me. <laughs> Mauricio, how do you feel about interaction? I like the if, I like the interaction if it was cleaner and it looked better. It kind of looked like it was all over the place. It was kind of like, girl, give me your hand and Jimbo kind of like flailing <laughs> around. Like, what, what, what's going on? Like, I, I don't mind this. the sexy ones though. Like when they like, like who's looking? straight up Paula, Pat, yeah, uh, Paula, uh, yeah, or like, Carmen Carrera, like that. I'm good with, but like all that. Grab it over and try to hunt me. Like, girl, I'm trying to sing. I'm trying to win this. Your K. daddy don't know. I like oh, when they kiss. Like, that was cool. When... Yeah, that's fine. I'm good with that. Okay, so I'm going to go off real quick. I'm so happy that Jimbo finally leaned into the camp of it all when it comes to lip syncing. She is a clown. They are a clown. Stop. They finally stopped trying to do what the others were doing and trying to be sexy and just finally went full-blown camp. I feel like we went off about this. The last time they were in the top with uh, hallucinate Jasmine, right? We we're like, girl, stop! Like, go full blown Ginger Minj phone, and she did. And I'm fi- yeah. I'm so happy she finally did that. Pardon me. I only think Jimbo did that because Jimbo is not in heels. I was, and also and something happens. I think when she gets when they use proper pronouns when they get in this character, I notice even if you notice them online, she do they do this act a lot, like on all the tours. Something about when she get in when they get into this character, I see that they transform. So I feel like yeah, it, that has a lot to do with it as well. We all did go off about the heels. Uh, Omar, I think it was Omar too, because we were saying yeah, the heels are high. She can like a can do what she do in Jimbo's heels, correct? Yeah, but Jimbo must mean like bow legged or pigeon foot or something. Whose heels do you feel are, high, are higher, Rajas or Jimbo's? Rajas. They what might be he? the same though. Probably the same. They might be the same. If Jimbo know he can't win, can't. If Jimbo know she cannot lip sync, why are you putting those tall behind heels? All stars, you can, you know, at least change for you something. Can change. There's literally you know, no excuse. It, she can she never be changing her, her them heels. She changes she into those shoes. She better buy her a, a dance ballet a heel or something. She better get her a, a, a little cha cha. Jimbo, they won their first lip sync. Sil- Big Silk was mad, <laughs> but it's cool, honey. And Jimbo reveals that they are sending home Alexis and Michelle. Were we shocked or were we not shocked? I was a little shocked. I thought she was going to send Candy home. I wish she would have. Ooh, for good telly. What about you, uh, Mauricio? 
I kind of figured that she was going to send Alexis home because of how Alexis had sent Lala home. Here we go with another UK uh, um, mm-hmm. versus the world situation. Jim was like, girl, I cannot trust you. I can, you go, you go, you go, pangina me. <laughs> Live by the gun, die by the gun. I wasn't what? shocked at all. And Candy I mean, did the same thing too, though. When? Because she promised Alexis that she would have her back. And she did. I didn't, I forgot about that until Alexis brought the, well, it was it was like unseen footage. I, yeah, because I didn't clock it. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, but then Candy had said when she was pulling the lipstick, she was like, "What you did, Alala, lets me know I can't trust you." <laughs> you can't. But you she can't trust around her. And did the same thing. So that I just thought that that was a, like an oxymoron and a, a, like a contradiction. Well, Jimbo, to... Jimbo didn't want to go behind Candy back because they don't had a pack since they came into the competition so Jimbo is Jimbo is trying so hard to keep that word because he don't want to go out on UK versus the world like you know how he did over there mm. like if we all had a pact we just come off tour I wouldn't yeah I wouldn't pick y'all lips I would I honor that but everyone else I, I would lie to them but I wouldn't lie to y'all <laughs> so Alexis is in that pack so yeah goodbye right. but I, I would I would keep my word yeah I would keep my word. So goodbye, Alexis. You're a liar. This is why Lala don't like you. Bye bye. Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica was so happy. So next week, it's not over yet, <laughs> bitches. Can we cuss one here? Yes, we can. It's not over yet. They're making over some lesbians for the makeover challenge, honey. Are y'all excited about the makeover challenge? On a scale from one to ten, where you at with it, Omar? Mm, seven. I want a real answer. Seven. <laughs> what about you, Reese? <laughs> love makeover challenge this is my favorite this is what i watch drag race for for transformation and for a, a character to, to be brought out but i am not excited about the making of a bunch of lesbians i don't i'm tired of them making over real masculine men or butch women because once because they don't perform they don't do the right things on the runway for me to sell the garment and it's just overall, it doesn't get leaves a good taste in my mouth. I want somebody that doesn't go, go gonna go out there and freaking serve, be a punk. It's fierce. It's fierce. Who should they make over? Huh? Who should they make over? Uh, feminine boys. I like when they do fans. Oh, like, Fem oh. boys. Yeah. yeah or when they do masculine men like Drag Race uh, Down Under Season 2, which listeners, exclusive, we are coming back for Season 10. And we will we will be recapping RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under season three. This is our first time going down under. We've been up north, we've been across the pond in the UK, but baby, we're about to get these uh down under fans. But uh like uh pivoting. Mauricio, like the the butch guy from that Queen Kong made over on season two, they sold it, correct? Yeah. Whatever. Uh, sometimes some of the butch people can't pull it off, but some it's it, with women, masculine women, it's so hard trying to get them to be filmed because they've been so against it. Uh, however many, however many years they've been working on trying to be masculine, it's so hard for them to like get, get up into their uh, like a film vibe, and I don't like that. Like it makes me uncomfortable watching that, and you can tell by the preview, some of those masculine women kind of was like, "Girl, because <laughs> do your fate is in." Your hands, like, I, right. I, yeah, it's like, girl, I got a lot of, I got a, I got a lot at stake. Like, I got two hundred thousand dollars on the line. You're gonna film this shit up, and you're gonna <laughs> do. <laughs> you're gonna walk in these hills. So let's go from one to ten. You're, I'm assuming you're over. You're at a ten. You're excited about it. Yes, I'm excited about the makeup. I love the transformation. I'm gonna meet you at that ten. I'm excited as well. I can't wait to see how that turns out. We will be skipping the creative control room this week. Um, well, no, well. 
same games. Real very quickly, any honorable mentions from the Snow Bunnies runway? As we know, they did not have the Fame Queens, Fame Queens, Fame Game Eliminated Queens do the design challenge, but they did participate in the Snow Bunny runway. Anyone stood out? Did y'all see anything? Kahana and James. For me, it's going to be Kahana. Yeah, and Kasha tried. Did y'all see Kasha Davis? She tried in a yellow. Child, was that in, in my like? Was that supposed to be piss and snow? Yes, yes. Oh, girl, you give me that. She already had you, you, girl. It's and get, then she had on Uggs. Kahana was over, Whew. and then Monica. It's just like, oh my god, I feel so bad for Monica. I Quick question died. Who do y'all think is gonna win the fame games? Kahana, Alexis. Are you sure? Oh, Alexis, Alexis, you trolling us? No, I think that I mean. Kahana should win. I feel like James might. I, I, James is doing. I, I don't think I'm James should win. Different about James this week. What was it? Was it the hair? Something was very different. Was she looked, they look. James been working her a off online about. She been vlogging. She been photo shooting. She, she been, made her own. She she participated in the Euro Winner Baby. She made air quotes. She made a garment, right? Yeah, she made a Monet outfit. Uh, from from uh, if she had a package, she would have picked Monet box. So she did. She made a garment from um out of Monet, Monet shit, but James has been doing a lot online. Of therefore, I feel like I want James to win, but Kahana, her drag is just so amazing it that is. she should win. Yeah, but I feel I feel bad for James if James don't win because she's been doing all this work offline. Well, that's yeah. how life works, honey. <laughs> Life's not bad. I'm about to say work. I love when Bob goes on this whole spiel on civil rivalry, and then Monet be like, "Work." Right. <laughs> I love Mauricio going on this whole tangent about James and say work. Right. <laughs> but no, I I been keeping up as well. Something was very different about James this week. I'm gonna and give them their their tens, but I'm gonna think uh, right now. I'm my money's on Kahana. I like Darian's look as well. Her snow bunny was a oh, homage to like cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of that stuff. I have a question when we get offline about something. At first, I didn't. That went over my head, but then when I went back and watched it, I'm like, "Oh my god!" Yes, the I got the girls use like keys and straw. I'm like, "Oh, this." Well, listen, he, he, Michelle Pfeiffer from uh, Scarface. Yes, it went over my head. Like I just mind of choice is Xanax, so you know, I'm like, "What is?" I don't know what what it was, but uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll be back next week for our creative control room. And yeah, we'll be here to recap episode 10. We got uh, three more episodes. Everyone thought the season was over, but nope, not yet, baby. So yeah, make sure you like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Leave us a review. We love seeing the reviews and use the hashtag HYHC and join the conversation online. Did you guys enjoy this episode today? I did. Yes. I had a good time as well. Omar, where can they find you at online? You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at O zero O M A R four one five. What about you, Mauricio? And you can you guys can find me on Twitter at Mauricio the Don and on Instagram at Mauricio dot Passage. And I'm Halo. You can find me on Twitter at Halo's new page, Instagram at Halo Carter. I'm signing off, but before I go, even if my name was Natalie Nunn, these hoes still couldn't check me or chin okay. check me. What's the line? <laughs> That's it. Line. Even if my name was Natalie, none of these hosts are going to check me. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, uh, Queens down under, I took it tight. Y'all stay tuned because we're going to be filming Meet the Queens on Monday for Down mm-hmm. Under Season 3. And like Halo said, we're going to re- be recapping that season. So stay tuned. And I just want to say to Halo, Mauricio, I'll never forget this. <laughs> <laughs> As he pulls out lipsticks, double elimination. <laughs> I love when they don't write their outros and they surprise me <laughs> bye can i get an amen up in here yeah. all right now let the music play